last night, I know Nelson and I were just starting to scratch the surface on it. Uh, Major League Baseball, the Players Association, has released their return-to-play proposal uh, last night that includes a 114-game season, deferred salaries in the event of a canceled postseason, and the option for all players to opt out of a potential 2020 season due to COVID-19. Now, obviously, Major League Baseball, the owners, they proposed an 82-game, the economic plan, and they said once they get their hands on this new proposal, the counterproposal from the Players Association, it will be dismissed immediately by the league. Today, June 1st, is the soft date for the plan to be agreed upon and then to get back into action. It was uh, somewhere between June 10th and June 15th is the firm date for them to figure it all out. It's This is now entering the fourth week of discussions. And after three weeks of debate, the fourth week now sees Major League Baseball having their 114-game proposal, where the owners have said many times, the more games they played, the more money they will lose, and they don't want to play more games. Yep. This so, is, I mean, this, this is the this, start of a debate? Yeah, no. This is the play for the players to get the people back on their side. Is you're, that what it is? Is this winning the hearts and minds? Yeah, because you're forcing the owners to and not even play a season. And if they're the ones who then say there will be no season this year, it's not on them. It's not on the players. What do you think of that, Nelson? You agree with RJ like that? that this is the players getting out to say, hey, we're trying out here. Well, I think with how they, the number of games they played it, I feel like the owners could just come back and go, fine, we'll split the difference and say 100. Yeah. And then it'll be back on the players, and then it'll be right back to money. Yeah. I feel like the last play is 100 games. Is that where they yeah, eventually meet? Yeah, it's pretty. I'd say yes, but I mean, at this point, yeah, it's the money is the issue. I mean, if well, yeah, the the, the inclu- money is the issue here, dude. <laughs> <laughs> they say the the inclusion of potential deferrals in Sunday's proposal from the Players Association is an acknowledgement by the players that amid the coronavirus pandemic, which everyone seemingly had forgotten about and unrest around the country, cash flow issues could prove problematic for the owners. This is the players saying, you know what? Yes, I understand now that cash flow could be problematic for you. But so the deferrals, still prorated. The deferrals <laughs> would only occur, though, if the playoffs were canceled. Yeah. It concerned the league is voiced and would total $100 million if the playoffs were canceled. That's how much they'd lose. They would apply to players whose contracts call for $10 million plus salaries include interest to make them whole. Once again, you're separating your players within your own union. Yes. It, it, like, the fact that the top whatever percent who all make over $10 million a year don't understand there's a difference between you and the rookie or you and that guy who has been toiling in the minors, and this is his first season, is so laughable that even though over the years this has been the union that has proven the most powerful, when it comes to this kind of situation, it just shows you this union has no idea how to treat everybody fairly. I think what they're trying to do with this, um, well, Major League Baseball, the owners, you see them saying, all right, 
Here's our proposal. The more money you make, the more money you'll be set to lose with this revenue share. Max Scherzer makes $30 million. With this new plan, Scherzer will make $7 million. Mm-hmm. The ones that make less money will be af- affected the least. Right. So their pocketbook won't be messed with as much as the guy who's making handfuls of money. I th- That's the owners trying to treat people fairly, but I can see why the top dollar earners say that's unfair. Because they're the best at what they do. Because they look at it as losing money rather than still making money. Yeah, I can see where they're coming from, but at the same time, you're still making a lot of money. Yeah, you're still going to be making $7 million for 82 games if that's the plan you go to, or seventy or $7 million. And obviously for... that, that amount would increase if they played 100 games or right. whatever they end up playing because that was all based on the 82-game yep. season. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I just, and you know what? I'm, in my life, I'm not dealing with millions and billions. <laughs> no. Nope. Unless it's, you get a banking error. Yeah. <laughs> happened but then, once. But then you got to turn it back Happened in. once. To you? Yeah. You got a banking error in your favor? Yeah. Would you do, like, crap your pants and be like, I'm not touching this? No, the CFO, like, emailed it, and then she oh. emailed right afterwards and been like, I uh, canceled that already. Cancel that. I'm, nope, nope. Don't I, don't get a bet. Don't get any it. Ideas. And I'm like, just like, you put like two extra zeros on there this month. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, but wait, oh, I can't touch yeah. it. Yeah, it's like that email went out two seconds later. Uh, that that's not a good. That's uh, that transaction never happened. Oh. oh. <laughs> Didn't even get to see it hit my bank and then have somebody ask me to send it back. <laughs> Man, what a buzzkill. I always hear those stories about people. It's like I just checked my account one day and I had millions of dollars in there. <laughs> I hit the lottery. I don't know what happened. And then if you touch it, you go to jail. Right. <laughs> um, but it, Except it wasn't my error. Like, I just... So I can't really comprehend. And I... Like like you, I understand where they're coming from. But I, I can't comprehend the not making this little sacrifice for one season in order for a season to happen. Here... Um, what do we have? Uh, was uh, Chad who just called in oh, about twenty minutes ago, and Chad had a really good point. It was, you know, we need. Um, well, I think everyone's got a great point on that. We need sports <laughs> back. Like something needs to happen, and it got me to thinking. You know, I'm just going to put if a major sport came back, and Chad had also said based the draft, the NFL draft, that kind of started. Well, the the lockdown and quarantine was going on. It just had kind of started, right? Mm-hmm. It was still uncertainty of what was happening. We're probably about, what, two weeks into the, the quarantine, and the NFL draft came out, and it had the highest ratings ever. Yep. Everyone was watching it. Every, wasn't there a sense of we all had something to talk about? We all was like, oh, did you see what happened last night? Oh, what a great story of this guy. Oh, look at this. I can't believe the Packers did this. Or, you know, it gave us something to take our minds off the BS that's going on. And Chad said, well, if baseball comes back, if the draft it was the draft and it had the most viewers ever, what if baseball came back? They're missing a giant opportunity. I think we've talked about this too. I feel like every single we, major sport yeah. that's not playing is missing an opportunity to be the main show in town. Hockey hasn't come back. Now I know they're talking about it. Yeah. Basketball, same. Baseball, obviously they're having these proposal battles back and forth. At least, At least the other two are like in their talks of – their actual timeline of coming back because they are coming back. Yeah. So, but, but they are currently wasting an opportunity to be playing right now mm-hmm. and being all eyes on you. 
Yeah, and yeah, I, and I, you, I think the only yeah. difference there is the other two seasons that already started rather than a season that hasn't started yet. Yeah, and, let's, and we'll talk about the NBA coming up. The NBA is looking f- promising. Major League Baseball not looking promising. You had people calling in to these airwaves talking about how they're watching marble racing. Marble racing. It's kind of fun. RJ's one of them. <laughs> so I just I, I I just put it out right now. I just put out a poll at Zone Madison on Twitter. I'll put it on Facebook as well. It's, it's it, freaking it's marble simple. racing. Give it a give it a give it a chance. No. <laughs> I'm with these. Don't don't be the idiot who bets on it. I mean, I did give it a chance, and I, yeah, for the first race, I was like, okay, this is, was entertaining, and then the second race, I'm like, yeah, I'm done with this. Oh yeah, I I haven't watched more than like two. <laughs> so I put a Twitter poll out. <laughs> it can't be that great. No, then. it's not. It's, it's not. <laughs> it's marbles. What are we living in the 20s? It's the first like time you're watching it because it's well, like, no, the 20s they had baseball. You're like watching it like racing, and then like the announcer is actually like getting into it, and you're just like. Wow, this is that's, and then you get to the second one. You're like, okay, let's get. They're just like, oh, yeah, oh. Everyone, everyone calls for uh, ESPN eight the Ocho because they like watching the random sports for like a week or two. <laughs> right. Yeah. We don't want them anymore. We want the traditional ones back. I'm sick of. Well, the, and even those were tapes. <laughs> those, yeah. are, those are they're just replaying like all this stuff they did before. Like when that first when that they were like, oh yeah, this Sunday all day. I'm like. Oh, cool. And then it was just like, oh, this this is the exact same thing they ran the last time because I remember watching this dodgeball game. <laughs> <laughs> the Ocho. So I put a Twitter poll out there, and it's it's simple. I mean, it's not simple. The question's simple, but the logic and thinking behind that's not. If a major sport came back ASAP, if a major sport came back immediately, do you think it would help people come together? Yes. Right now, leading the way, Vulture flying in, no, 71.4%. If a major sport were to come back immediately, like a baseball, Major League Baseball, do you think it would be, no, it's not going to work for everyone. Probably not baseball. It's not going to serve, you know, like, do you think a major sport, just any sport, any major sport. Come together, I'm not sure, but at least relieve some tension. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, well, I think it would help people come together. Not the the two that come to mind that would actually not everyone probably would be the NFL and the NBA. I think most they're just the most watched. I mean, you're still going to have a population who's like, oh, the NHL started back up. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if NHL is going to solve it, but at least it'll be something. And MLB, I still think since it's more or less a dying sport. Well, they have such a chance right now to. Get their eyes on their product and 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 be like, yo, remember baseball? Remember America's pastime? Remember remember how good it is? Remember how? Well, they're lo- they're losing a lot of people. Yeah, but yeah, as of right now, I mean, they've been losing a lot of people for a while. Yeah. Um. You know, even though games are shorter than an NFL game, even though. Well, yeah, baseball like, games are what like a little bit over what three hours and ten minutes yeah, average somewhere around there, and, and a college football game is like three thirty. Yeah, almost four. Yeah. College football is the longest by far. Oh yeah, um, NFL is like three twenty, three fifteen, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. But but still, I there's I just don't think there's enough people who watch baseball anymore. Well, there could be a ton of people watching. There they could get their, be. their 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 act together here, yeah. and they both got on the same page somehow, or yeah. something close I'd to be, the same page. I'd actually be pretty interested to see what the ratings ESPN's been getting with the Korean baseball organization versus what they got on their normal primetime broadcast. 
for like well, a noon like a noon game. Okay, I was gonna say prime. Not, time. Yeah, not not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, probably still not good. I'd wonder how close it was to major leagues though. I would still bet Major League Baseball had more viewership, mm-hmm. but I think it would be a lot closer than we think. Because Probably. there's no one there's nothing going on. Yeah. If you're home and you want to watch sports, there it is at noon. So here so John Heyman, speaking of sports coming back, John Heyman tweeted out yesterday, um, he's a major league baseball network insider. He tweeted this out. No evidence of progress yet in Major League Baseball and players talk, so no realistic hope to meet the soft deadline today, June 1st. That deadline was soft for a reason, and hope remains to start the season July 4th weekend if a deal can be done by range of June 5th to June 9th. So if a deal gets done in the next 10 days, possibly we could get baseball by the July 4th weekend. Do you guys foresee a deal being done in the next 10 days? No. Mm -mm. And here's why. What did we say? Probably about three weeks ago, the owners had that proposal. We were all pumped. Yep. Players obviously laughed at it. Yep. It took them two or three more weeks to present their own proposal, which the owners basically said was dead. Dead upon arrival. And now we have 10 days to get it figured out. It took and them, they had, it, it took them a month to come up with two proposals, one from each side. Yeah. Why do I think they could come to an agreement in 10 days? I, I was positive. I, don't. I was being positive with this. For yeah, a while. you were. And Nelson, of all people, <laughs> being positive. And now 10 days? No. I think we have better odds of 10 more days of rioting and looting than we do a baseball season in 10 days. Sadly, I don't think you're far from the truth. Uh, J.A. Krebs tweets at me at Ebo says, that's my Twitter account. Jordan says, what's up, dude? He says, been saying since beginning, there will not be baseball and the players will regret it. Only going to make contracts worse in the long haul. This is exactly what I get for trying to be positive. <laughs> yeah, the, Nelson beats. Don't ever do it again. Nelson's positive and the whole world starts to end. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. The only the only number I could find was the first game of the KBO averaged 173,000 viewers live. They don't I, I couldn't find any yeah. other but so that's better than any of the uh, 2K gaming uh programs they're showing prime time uh early <sighs> May. So that shows it, you Let's be honest, there's not a lot of people watching. I'm sorry, no, but live sports is still doing better than esports. Yeah. on ESPN. Well, uh, when you go to Twitch, though, you can see you will see 30, 40, 60, 70, 80 thousand people watching like Big Cat play a video game. Who on likes Twitch. to watch oh, other that's people not being, play? That's not being broadcast. Yeah, I mean, it's just it is, but it's different. It's not a different medium. Well, yeah. seriously though, who likes to watch other people play video games? Maybe for like a game or two, a round or two. Yeah, I'm not but you're like, dude, give everything. me the controller. Yeah. My brother, when we were like ten and he was six, he'd sit there and watch me beat a boss for him. <laughs> like that was the last time. I like playing video games. People watch me play video games sometimes. All right, so Major League Baseball, they have the economic plan. Eighty-two games, fifty-fifty revenue share. It took them almost four weeks. But the Players Association come out with their own plan last night. 
And that would be a 114-game season with deferred salaries in the event of a canceled postseason and the option for all players to opt out of a potential 2020 season due to the coronavirus concerns. Now, the 114-game season, which under the union's proposal would run from June 30th to August 31st, is expected to be immediately dismissed by the owners. (laughs) And the owners, they remain steadfast about... 50-50 50-50 revenue share. While well, the union remains steadfast, the players should receive their full prorated salaries. Someone's got to give. I don't know what's going to give. OB, he tweets in at Zone Madison. More than OB. He says, no baseball? Fine. I'll deal with it. But when baseball returns in 2021, they better not raise my ticket prices and my beer prices. Oh, they will. Oh, they will, and they won't think twice about it. The question is, will you still go? I wonder what those block of tickets are going to be like, the ones that we have sitting in there. Yeah, what are we going to do with that block of? T- we got to tell. We got to call the Brewers. And be like, yo, we want our money back now, <laughs> now. Right? It's our money, what and do- we, need we need it, it now. Call. Where's JG Wentworth when we need him? JG, we need you, bro. So after now, the Players Association came out with their plan that is expected to be dismissed immediately once it hits the desk of the owners. Now there's this. Front page, CBS Sports. Headline, some MLB owners are perfectly willing to cancel the 2020 season to save money, per report. Does that surprise anybody? No, because that's exactly what they said at the beginning, remember? Mm-hmm. They're like, here's our, here's our proposal. Well, we remember. The players obviously said absolutely not and laughed at it. And then the owners came out and were like, well... We'll lose less money not playing, so that's definitely an option. Yeah, they said if we pay your prorated salaries with no fans, we'll lose more money doing that than just not having a season at all. And now when the players come back with this, obviously the owner said it's basically dead upon arrival. Yep. And maybe they throw, maybe they try and find some middle ground here, or the owners are just going to stick their guns and say, we told you. And so, they'll just... <laughs> yeah, and they'll just what? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt Well, you. they'll just not play. Yeah, so some owners here go, negotiations obviously aren't going the greatest, and they're reaching a pretty crucial stage. Today, June 1st, was the soft date to get something done in a season underway. The firm date is now, what was it, June June 9th was essentially the last day. So June 5th to the June, June 9th is the firm date. And the next 10 days essentially is, you know, Put up or shut up kind of time here. And that, yeah, that if they wanted to get their spring training to started on the, on the same date that they talked about for like the last month and has been in multiple plans, they have to get it done in those 10 days. Yeah. So major league baseball owners in March, obviously they, in March, major league baseball and the players association, they agreed to the prorated salaries in 2020. And the same agreement gives commissioner, Robert, Robert Cadell, Rob Manfred, the unilateral ability to schedule the season. That was in March. Things have changed a lot. Now, owners, according to Buster only. Do you remember, do you remember what they were saying in March? Cause that was, that was right around the same time we were supposed to be going to the, you know, the first weekend. Yeah. Our bus trip, our bus trip, Brewers Cubs. Second game of the season. They Brewers would have won like 20 to nothing. If you remember, <laughs> they were talking about. They still wanted to play 162 games, possibly 140. Yeah. 
And that was when they were talking about getting the season started. Not spring training too, but the season started with double headers. And- May first. Yeah. Yeah. May first. May 1st. It's we're June first. It's June first. I'm getting. But yet they still they still wanted those prorated contracts that were agreed upon in March. I'm getting mad. It's now June first. You were supposed to be playing for those contracts May first. So according to Buster mm-hmm. Only, some Major League Baseball owners are perfectly willing to go with the nuclear option and cancel yeah. a 2020 season should players not agree on additional pay cuts. This is from Buster. I like that nuclear option. That's when you just say F it. <laughs> Hit the button. Look at that mushroom cloud. Would it be the worst thing? Sources say there's a group of owners. <laughs> I'm jealous of those SpaceX astronauts. Sources say there is a group of owners perfectly willing to shut down the season to slash payroll cuts and reduce losses. And uh, Oh, we already know who some of those probably are. Yeah. <laughs> Florida Marlins. Miami Marlins. Yeah. Uh, the Pirates. Tampa- <laughs> <laughs> they say uh, here, those are probably two at least of the. Let's others. go to the phone six zero eight three two one sixteen seventy. Welcome to the show. Who do I got? E boat. Hey, what's up, wizard? Y'all, so cancel the season. I am so tired. I'm sure if you are tired of baseball players arguing over money, just cancel it. I don't. I don't want to see it. But you know something? If they play, people watch the first game. They're going to be so disgusted by it. Just cancel it until you bring back fans. Same with the NBA and the uh, NHL. Stop talking. Nobody cares anymore. But I'm with you. I'm with many people, guys. It just cancel. I don't care. I, I can, hey, one good thing about the Brewers. Like I said about the Brewers. I'm gonna worry about finishing last place. So no, Dave. That's uh, yeah. I know. We know why you want to cancel the season. Yeah. Spin zone is because you know the Cubs and David Ross are gonna be straight trash. Hey, I, I heard Thank something you. funny from your friend Brenda on the Bill Michaels show. I heard Brenda on the Bill Michaels show, yeah. yeah. Well, she, she, she's clueless. Brenda's hey, well, well, Dave, real quick. I know that you love Brenda. I know you got no. a thing for her. Don't talk bad about Brenda. Brenda. But she um, comes out and says, well, Scott. If, you know, she, it's funny because she says, well, they want to pay hey, an 82-game season, so they should get all of their money, half their money. I wanted to say, Brenda, that's based on fans. I think you dropped off. Did sound like a little bit of a click there. Dave, that's terrible take. I know you got a lot of them, but that's the worst one yet. We don't condone that here. I'll, well, I'll, I'll give you some education after the show, Dave. I'm with them on the the part of a part of me wants to say just end the season because I'm sick of being positive. <laughs> I'm sick of trying to stay positive. That's the one thing about it, man. It's like we're, you try to stay positive. It's tough right now. There's not a lot to be positive about. So I feel you on that, Nelson. I'm like. I'm, I feel like I a, was the one I that like was a powder holding keg out. today. I was holding out for saying, "Let's start the season again. Let's do it. Let's I try and that. get." I remember when you were Mister Optimism. So there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of disparaging. <laughs> I'm not him anymore. No, you are not the captain. What's well, hard? Of I don't blame Nelson. It's hard to be positive. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of just different views among the 30 teams have been reflected in the decisions to fire and furlough people and whatnot. And the Pirates, Bob Nutting. Use the shutdown as an avenue to suspend team contributions to employees' 401k plans. Savings best measured monthly in the tens of thousands of dollars rather than the millions that would actually be difference-making for the franchise, they say in this, uh, this report. The Oakland Athletics' John Fisher decided to eliminate the $400 weekly salary of minor leaguers, which might save the franchise about the amount of teams' unpaid stadium rental bill. On the other hand, clubs such as the Tigers, Padres, and Royals demonstrated greater uh, humility and humanitarian efforts uh, with deciding to pay their minor leaguers. And what we have that one, right, of um, 
who was the player that was going to pay a thousand dollars every minor leaguer? Oh, David, David Price. Price. Yeah. David Price. Yeah. So there you go. That's that's nice of him. So there's all kinds of just different information flying around out there. But now some owners are saying, hell, screw it. We'll just cancel the season. Some owners had said they're perfectly willing to cancel the 2020 season to save money if they can't come to an agreement. And, um, yeah, it's, 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 here we are. We're in the middle of. <laughs> here, here we are. <laughs> this is four weeks now of negotiating and the plan that Major League Baseball's Player Association is going to put in front of the owners, the 114-game season. Uh, they say the owners will reject it, dismiss it immediately. Their proposal would run from June 30th to October 31st for 114 games. Obviously, the owners don't want to do that. They proposed an 82-game season and suggested that more that the more games the teams play this year, the more money they will lose. So they don't want to do more than 82. Split the difference, just put it at 98. I was going to say, like, 100, 100. Not quite splitting the difference, but yes, 98, yeah. 82, 114, meet at 98, let's get her going. So all the parts of the player's proposal that was uh, put in front yesterday or talked about, expanded playoffs for two years, a salary advance of $100 million to split among players during the so-called spring training 2.0 that will lead up to the regular season, additional commitment to players wearing microphones on the field and other broadcast enhancements, I do like that, yeah. And an offer to hold events such as an off-season All-Star game or a home run derby to generate additional revenue, which I also like that idea as well. And the, I mean, they did it for five years, like from '59 to some or somewhere late '50s, early '60s. They held two All-Star games every year. I like that. And I, like, that I like that. But that one was for the the postseason one was for the uh, MLB Players Association pension plan. Mm-hmm. So they just kind of put money into that, and that's what the second All-Star game was for, but still counted as being an All-Star. So for like four or five years, whatever it was, you could be a two-time All-Star in one season. Yeah, but when you go back to some of those records, you're like, how did this happen? Yeah. Like, it, oh, yeah. It's like you had a 20-year career, but you were a 25-time All-Star? Uh-huh. Uh. <laughs> it's like, how'd that one work? Oh, yeah, I get it now. So I'm really, really good. Yeah, yeah. that's how good you're I am. I was voted so in twice. So darn good. So um, Major League Baseball, John Heyman tweeted this out yesterday. There, there was no evidence of progress in Major League Baseball in the players talking on a realistic hope to meet the soft deadline. The soft deadline's today. And the deadline, obviously soft for a reason, because it's four weeks now. They can't come to an agreement on anything. Hell, it's been four weeks. Four, four weeks and we finally got the Players Association deal. Yeah, You took three weeks to drag your ass over the economic plan Major League Baseball put out there. And now you put out this other thing that's going to be rejected immediately. They now have a, a more hard deadline. It's a range of June 5th to June 9th. If they meet the hard deadline, which is in less than 10 days, then they can. the hope will remain to start the season July 4th weekend if they can meet the hard deadline. It's not happening. It took them four weeks just to dilly-dally around with this other, di- this other stupid plan. Let's say dip. Stick. Dipstick plan. There we go. Self-edit. <laughs> this other dipstick plan of 114 games. It's So I put the Twitter poll out there. I mean, it's baseball. NBA, we'll be talking about in just a second here. NBA at least says some hope. But I put the Twitter poll out at Zone Madison. You can call it N2, you know, express your views. 608-321-1670. Twitter, Zone Madison. Mine, Ebo says. Nelson at Rowdy underscore Razor. RJ, Brock Talk 84. If a major sport came back immediately... Do you think it would help people come together? Yes or no? Now, I know that there's a lot of process behind that. 
but if a major sport, I know it's not going to heal everything. I know it's not going to heal all, but it's a jumping off point to start something of what life used to be like before this terrible year of 2020. If a major sport were to come back immediately, do you think it would help? Yes or no? Right now, yes is leading 53.6% of the vote. Yeah, I ended up voting yes just because I thought it could at least release some tension. Yeah. At least it would give you a distraction. Mm-hmm. Because, my God, if you turn the news on, if you look at Facebook, at least Twitter is somewhat, you still get bombarded with it, but at least Twitter, is, you can somewhat control it. But on Facebook and the news, everything, it sucks. Yes. Sucks. I think sport, a sport would help. It's not gonna, it's not gonna cure stuff, but it will help alleviate some tension, like Nelson just said. You think it'll help, RJ? Would you vote yes in this poll? Yeah, I did vote yes. I voted yes as well. I did, and for like like Nelson said, it it's not it's not the cure all. It's the ease it ease it on in. Let people see something else. Yeah, I can only watch so many businesses get looted and destroyed. I can only watch so many, you know, people talk about how there's Antifa and then right extreme right wings coming in to get paid to destroy your community, which is disgusting and sick. That's I can't. You can only watch so much of that before you just get just disgusted. It or I, I mean, mean, I'm already disgusted. You get deflated. Yeah, very def- like, deflated. Thank you. Seen seen the divisive the. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, it it really crushes your spirit. It does, and it's hard. It's whichever it, side you're on, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It just crushes your spirit. It's totally to de- it's just debilitating. It's just it's just makes you sick. And you know, I struggle with this today. I, I thinking about it this weekend and last night and coming into work today. It's like, do we talk about it? Do we you know do we address it? I'd much rather just have a distraction and yeah. not. Yeah, like we're a sports show. We've always st- we've always tried to be cool and easy and funny and, you know, try to take your mind off of things, which I majority, yeah, we're going to do. I, I, you know, I think you got to kind of address it, though. You got to talk. Look what's going on in your own, our own community. You know, it's it sucks. It's crazy. It's 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 BS, man. It's Do, do you have the right to protest? Hell yeah, you got the right to protest responsibly, peacefully. You know, get you know, get your message out there for the vo- those that need to be heard. No doubt, I've no, I've wholeheartedly agree with that. Then you have the, the but ja- then the jackals who decided to just take it one step further. I mean, yeah. you're you're totally, and and yeah, you can't really tell an unheard voice no. for however long it's been unheard uh, how to do their business. Saturday, there's that's, that's part of the problem. Saturday was two groups of people. The first group was the people whose voices need to be heard, the people that that did it responsibly, did it peacefully, ex- ex- exercised their constitutional rights of protesting, which I agree wholeheartedly with. And then there's a second group of people that came in to use a cause and use a movement to just have complete anarchy for no reason. Mm-hmm. Those people are scumbags. And then I hear people siding with the looting and siding with the rioters in your own community and it's disgusting if uh, some people would say those aren't even the people who are actually protesting th- yeah they're not they're two different groups of people it's absolutely disheartening it's disgusting and it's like you just said deflating yeah. so would sports coming back would it help alleviate some tension i think yeah it would and that's exactly why mlb is messing this up so bad mm-hmm. 
What did I tell you three weeks ago? That they better take this deal now or they're going to end up losing money this year? Just as in they're not even going to play 82 yep. games. It would be even less games, so they'd make even less money. Well, or the, they're just not even going to have a season. Right. The owners will make more money by not having a season. And the owners lose less money. Whatever the owners hold, <laughs> the owners have the better hand here. Yeah, because I mean you could still have merchandise sales and all that kind of stuff from online and all that, <clears throat> and that goes right into ownership's pocket. Yeah, and, and there's some kind of split there, but the players didn't want a fifty-fifty split of no. that stuff. Well, they agreed in March. In March, they agreed on the prorated contract in March. March. Major League Baseball and the Players Association two and a half months ago. <clears throat> they said they'll discuss in good faith the economic feasibility of playing games in the absence of spectators. And it is unlikely fans will be allowed in the ballpark this year. That cause that clause allows major league baseball. So in their agreement, they, the owners in the agreement said they will discuss in good faith, the economic feasibility of playing games in the absence of, of spectators. You know mm-hmm. how I know this is the end of the world and it's all going downhill from here. How is because, Milwaukee sports are finally becoming <laughs> are finally becoming good or have well let's just look at the Bucks, right? When's the last time they had a legit big time superstar? Yeah, they had Ray Allen, I guess Michael Red. Like some, <laughs> like some, some players Bog- like that. Andrew Bogut? No, Andrew he doesn't. Bogut. Come on. But like Lou, Baker. Lou Alcinder was like the last superstar they had, right? And then he walked. Well, now they have a superstar. I'd go with Glenn Robinson. Yeah, big dog. The big dog. The superstar in Giannis. Huh? Yeah. And he goes, yeah, it sounds like for everything, he's going to sign for a quarter of a billion dollars and be there long term. What most reports. Yeah. No. Yeah. We're going to shut the season down the the year that the, the Bucks are going to win it all. Possibly going to win it all, but they're definitely going to be the one seed in the East. Just give it to them if there's no season. Um, Asterix. Yeah, we're going to stop the season when Giannis is probably going to be the MVP and we'll still give it to LeBron. <laughs> oh, yeah. And on top of that, we'll just float out news stories saying how he's going to leave. He's going to Golden State. Everybody yeah, knows everyone that. knows that. And he's then when you look Golden at State. the Brewers, they finally lock up a superstar on a team-friendly deal, one you've been oh, waiting yeah. for for 50 <laughs> like, years. The best player, one of the best players in the league on a team-friendly deal. And now yeah. they're not even probably going to play a season on his first year technically on a team-friendly on that deal. contract. Yeah. And the Badger basketball team overcame a lot. The Badger basketball team wins the Big Ten. 21 and 10. Peaking at the right time. Peaking at the right time. Yeah, coach of the year, Greg Gard. Coach of the year. And then... See ya. (laughs) It's just one body blow after another. It's one after another. And it's just, you ask yourself... And the Packers... How much can you take? They just continue to be the Packers, of course. Yeah, one game away from the Super Bowl... You're at the end of Aaron Rodgers' career, and then pfft, who knows if there's going to be a season. <laughs> you think it's the end of the world? It might be. There might, there might be. not even be a stadium left to come back to by the end of this. <laughs> Lambeau Field will be in the shambles, ruins, picked apart. Hey, that that's a good thing then because they're talking about moving the uh, Notre Dame-Wisconsin game. Yeah, I saw that. RJ forwarded me that story. Yeah, Bucks will come back. There won't even be a Pfizer form anymore. It'll just be... The, just a smoldering, <laughs> smoking the, mess. The parking lot it was before. <laughs> 2021. You ever seen the movie Mad Max? Welcome to the Thunderdome, baby. 
Pfizer oh. form is now Thunderdome. Where's Master Blaster? <laughs> God, could you imagine though? Hey, just Martin Joe. Yeah. All that stuff with mo- the Bucks, the Brewers, the Badgers, all just coming into. Wisconsin's finally yep. peaking, and all of a sudden. Uh, <sighs> no, you guys can't have nice things. <sighs> Sometimes, you, do you ever wake up and just be like, "Why do I do it anymore?" <laughs> I haven't gotten there yet. Why well, don't even get out of bed? <laughs> nope, have not gotten there yet. <sighs> well, I thought that before 2020, just because when I get up at 4 a.m., I'm just tired. I'm like, yeah. oh, why? <laughs> and then after I wipe a little bit of the sleep from my sleep from my eyes, I'm like, oh yeah, this is why oh. I do it because I love doing it. It's just <laughs> that why. first. Is this that first? Because I, I usually have really good dreams, so it's like I'm like, oh, I woke up from no, that dream. No, come on, damn that was it! Great. Like last night, I dreamt that I I dragged a looter out of the store and punched him in the face. It was great. It was. A, Awesome dream. Your dream could become reality. Yeah. Well, probably be at my house pretty soon. I did see there was a Batman walking around. I saw that too. Seriously? It was on a social media video. Oh, man. I saw Batman. And like, it was like, there was like tear gas everywhere and smoke, and there was Batman in full body here walking through. around. It was, looked pretty badass, actually. 608 321 Let's go to the phones. Welcome to the Joan Ebo Show. Who do I got? Terry from the North Side. Hey, what's up, Terry? Tell me something good, baby. Well, what I'm going to tell you is this. This is what the owners should do. And they probably never thought about it. And that's, the, that's what happens when the upper echelon gets together. They, they can't think of nothing simple. Yep. And, here, and here's what the owners, all they have to do. Go ahead and agree to the player's demand. Then what you do is you charge the fans per game on a pay-per-view type for one year where the fans pay to see Oof. the game. Terry, that's pretty tough optics, though, when there's unemployment at the highest rate ever. Yeah, but people got money, Ebo. You know, I haven't worked in two months, Ebo, and I got money. Well, that's because you're a smart guy, Terry. You're the king of the north. You're sitting on a pile of gold. Well, there's a lot of people that got money. You know, the thing of it is is this. You've you got to think about tomorrow. You, got, you can't think. You know, being a union man the way I am, I started planning for the next strike as soon as we signed the last contract. <laughs> that's a you know? that's a good. Uh, you gotta have a plan, Terry. I plan too. Well, and I'm sure a lot of so I'm locked and loaded. All, all the friends I have, none of them are having trouble making their house payments, get, having food on the table, still doing the things they enjoy and consider this a vacation. And I could probably last three or four years without officiating and stuff. And you know, there's still at other people, and the problem is there's more money out there than you think. So there's a lot of people on unemployed, but they've got money. You don't make you put. You don't make you show you your savings account when you draw unemployment evil. Yeah, well, no, I do. I agree with you, Terry. I mean, I'm doing fine during all this too, but I know people that aren't doing fine. You know, it's like if you get outside your circle, you see other people struggling. But I just think it would be You're bad. Op- gonna, it would be bad optics from the major league baseball to charge people additional money during all this bullcrap. You know. Well, if you want to see baseball, then pay for it. You know, I've always felt that way to an extent. You know, as a Cub fan. I wanted to see the Cubs. Terry, they already kind of do. Like, my guy Nelly over here, he's paying – what do you pay for, Dish? But Dish now is in fighting with Major League Baseball, <laughs> yeah, and they're not even going to bring back. You can't watch like it. Like, you already got people buying, you know, these cable packages for the rights just There's to watch their team. So they already pay for mo- They already pay for it, you know? Nelson will pay for it. Well, I pay pay-per-view. for it, too. Are you talking about, like, paying additional money then? Yeah. I'm talking about, like, going, make them buy the MLB package, make them buy whatever, maybe pay 30 bucks a month, a dollar a day. You know, and the owners would do what Vince McMahon did when he started his stupid <laughs> channel 
and it's not even on basic TV. You gotta stream it. Yeah, I hate that. I wish it was on basic TV. I could see people. I could see people. Some people paying for it, Terry. I I, feel, I know what you're saying. I know what you're getting at. I just don't think a majority of people would, especially during well, during this. This time I disagree. If you really love That's fine. baseball, like the way I love the Cubs, a buck a day is not going to kill you. You don't need that case of beer a day. You don't need to go out and go to a restaurant and feed your belly. You know, you don't need to go buy. I mean, uh, Terry, I, I know what you're saying, but I also don't need someone telling me how to live my life. No, but then again, when you have no money, you better you better have somebody tell you how to live your life. I'm all, I'm all for personal freedom, Terry, and people not telling me how to, how to do things. I know what you're saying. I'm not disagreeing with you, but I'm just saying a lot of people are not, aren't going to like the optics of being charged more money to watch baseball. No, because Wisconsin fans who got it made, you see everything for free, and I understand that. You know you. You you really don't you really do but you know what? I mean, I already paid additional money to watch baseball, Terry. Well, MLB extra innings. If you want the game back, have to do the fans may have to get involved and in, in get the game back. They so call it off. Yeah, I know what you're saying, man. I just I just I don't think it would be good, and it's never going to happen. So I mean, there's no right or wrong answer in this. But Terry, I, are you going to be walking around East Town Mall? I'm heading that way right now. You want to call back in and tell us what it's like when it comes to, because I heard it got looted. It did. Only three stores got it. Of course, it was the jewelry store and the, and the, and the sporting goods stores where the guys went after the tennis shoes and the jewelry. So that tells you right there who did it. So, well, I don't know about that. But, Terry, can you, so have you seen it since it got looted? Yeah, what they did was they knocked the front door in, and then the one door facing Sears that takes you outside, they knocked that in. And that's how they got in. And then they had a plan. They must have mastered this because they only went after two stores. None of the other stores were really hit. The jewelry stores and the shoe stores. And all you're going to see is a board now on the window where somebody must have taken a bat or a pipe or something and busted the one window out. It's like, you know how the windows in the malls are kind of spaced? Yeah. So they knocked one window out. All right. And I then they that. left. And a bunch of glass. So that's kind of what happened. There. But yeah, I can... Well, I can give you some pictures. Yeah, yeah, send some to me. Be careful on your lock, though, Tara, all right? Yeah, you bet. We'll walk outside, then we'll walk inside. It's probably about a three-hour day today, Abe. All right, buddy. We'll go get him. All right, take care. But, hey, yeah. you want baseball back, open your wallet. If we want the owners to have the Terry, pay, do it. Pay, pay for us. Pay for us. I'll pay for you, Evo. <laughs> oh, not me. Someone else that doesn't have, that's struggling right now. I'm not struggling. So we'll, we'll find a line for you, Terry. We'll find people. All right, brother. I see I'm you. willing to. I'm willing to help. <laughs> That's good to hear, man. Listen, right, see, good day, brother. See you, Terry. Adios. All right. Yeah, I just. That's, no, ter- that's terrible optics asking <laughs> asking the public to pay more when you have millionaires saying, "I want thirty million, not seven million. Yeah, and you know, like they already have the MLB extra innings package for certain. Cable and d- satellite providers. And- Poor Nelly pays for this. She's not even going to get any baseball if it returns. I know. Like, you know. And, and you know what makes me actually even more mad is when the Brewers do get put on something like a MLB network. Oh, but you're the you're, you're the local because yeah. you technically have Fox Sports Wisconsin, but it's not available. I it's still that. blocked out on MLB network, so you still can't watch it. Yep. Sometimes right. it's like that on ESPN as well. How about this? Last week. Was it Friday? They had a board of governors meeting. And in it, they did a little survey. And in that survey, here's the results. 53% of the GMs 
chose advancing the NBA directly to the playoffs, 27% for resuming an abbreviated season with play-in, 60% voted for a 72-game season, uh, and playoff plus, 83% voted 20 or more teams for a playoff plus scenario, and then also non-playoff team split on resuming season. There is, It's looking like they're going to have a 22, the one that's going to happen the most, uh, it's getting the most traction, is a 22-game for, or 22 format, which would include additional regular season games followed by a play-in tournament for playoff berths in both conferences. That's the one that's leading the way. And this coming Thursday, the NBA is expected to have a remote Board of Governors meeting where they vote on it. And allegedly, it's pretty favorable that the NBA will return at the World or yeah, Wide World of Sports Complex in Disney. If I was the NBA or even the NHL, for that matter... My exact plan of attack would be trying to finish the whole regular season. Mm-hmm. You get because there's about a fifth of the season left. Yeah, so they have like 15 ish games. Mm-hmm. You finish the regular season and then you expand the playoffs. You got to, in my opinion, you have to try and max out your your marketing. Right, you mm-hmm. got to get it out there when there's nothing out there. As long as you can do it safely. Yeah. You got to maximize your potential, right? There's nothing else out there. Why not maximize the potential, baby? It's already got a weird asterisk next to it. Mm-hmm. Why not try and change something up, get more eyes on the TV, and place? Honestly, if you expanded the playoffs and played the rest of the season, you played a little bit more games. People are happy about it, and yeah, and you and you made more money. Look, additional games for you know a regular season is a good thing for the teams that are playoff bound and you know looking like the Bucks or the Lakers, who will probably meet in the finals if it was a regular season, uh, not this ill regular season. It, it, you know, it helps out everyone. So they say this format, like Especially I just said, if, yeah. if baseball wants to take the summer off, which is, seems like they're going to do. There's no reason why these these uh, NHL and NBA wouldn't want to finish the whole regular season and wouldn't want an expanded playoff. Yeah. It Six, only makes sense. Agreed. 608-321-1670. Let's go to the phones. Welcome to the Joan Ebo Show. Who do I got? It's Sean. How's it going, guys? Hey, well, you know, it's it's going, bro. How you doing? I'm um, on my way to work, so doing all right. Yeah. Hey, my, my question about all this stuff going on is, are there, I don't know what the right term is, so I'm going to sound like an idiot, but are there plans or, you know, eventualities to suspend some of the rules of the CBAs? Because don't the CBAs run into this, especially if they're going to do full seasons, that there needs to be X amount of days off? Are you talking about for NBA and for major, like the, the bargaining agreements? Yeah, yeah. And then for the NHL, because I know the NHL, there needs to be a certain amount of days off between the last uh, playoff game and the start of, you know, spring training, or, you know, their, their yeah. fall training and everything. Are there plans in place to, you know, can they vote to suspend parts of the CBA to make this happen? Have you heard anything about that? Well, that's that? why that's why they have, that's why you have the owners coming out with a plan, and then you have the Players Association and the union coming out with a new plan. Like, th- these plans are hundreds of pages. It's like a hundred and some page plan. And I think in it is is for that stuff. That's why they're, that's why they're so hung up on money. And now, obviously we don't get to see everything, but they're hung up on money, so in the collective bargaining agreement, they are trying to figure out a way you know, to, I don't want to say make up new rules, but kind of abridge them, I guess. 
No, yeah, and that's what I was wondering. I was wondering if that came into place. And also, I know that the NHL, one of their, because obviously that's the sport I follow closest, there are they're weighted teams that, like, like the Detroit Red Wings couldn't make the playoffs this year if everybody else quit. So, you know, like, their vote doesn't count as much, you know, yeah. as to, you know, movement going ahead. I haven't heard anything about that, if people are going to whine and if we're going to be able to use that awesome political term disenfranchised in sports <laughs> now, too. I don't so know, man. I yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know exactly, Sean. I just know that they're hung up over a lot of these agreements. So I, I think there are rules in there, obviously, that there's agreements on and disagreements on, and, and there's conversations and debating over it. So I think I think a lot of those rules are what's hanging things up. But then you got to throw in the COVID-19, which I thought, you know, over the weekend, I thought COVID-19 was cured now, you know? so It is. It is. Racial tension cured COVID-19. Did you know that? Watch CNN. How, tell you. Hey, how's work been going for you, dude? So boring. All I'm doing is cleaning. Do you have like guests, people staying? Yeah, not a lot. I think this weekend we had two people staying in a 65 room hotel, and all of our weddings and events have been canceled until July. Wow. So yeah, it's it's rough. we did have an outdoor ceremony wedding on Saturday which was cool. I mean, there was no, we didn't do any food service or anything, but they got together on a beautiful day out there, you know, right off, right off the golf course and got to do it. So we're still doing those kind of things. Yeah. How you so doing? if anyone wants a cool venue to get married in, come on down. Yeah. How you doing uh, personally, bro? You doing all right? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I, I guess I was more lucky than most people because my wife has been working and she works in construction oh, yeah, yeah. in office. So she's never had a day off. So we haven't had the, you know, had to stare at each other's face. <laughs> so and like I said, she got she got clean house and home cooked meals every day she came home. So she asked me, she's like, You really want to go back to work? Yeah, Sean, you're the housewife now, bro. How about that? Exactly. Or I guess exactly. you are you're back at work now, which is a good thing, man. Yeah. All right, man. Take well, it easy. Nice to hear from you, man. Guys. Take care, brother. See ya. Yeah, I don't that, that's what the hang up is for these deals, right? Is money and time off, and and how this they can do all do this safely, and well, I'm not sure the health protocols about the NHL, but I know leagues like NBA were okay with starting later because they wanted to push the season back to around Christmas time. Wasn't that like some of their thoughts? Yeah. So it would work probably best, I guess, for the NBA, but. Man, if you're the NHL, I think you'd want to maximize your viewership as well. All right, NBA, 22 teams. Apparently coming back. The vote's going to be Thursday. Winners, losers. Now, who do we think was going to be in the finals? It was the Milwaukee Bucks versus the L.A. Lakers, right, Nelly? That's kind of what we were thinking. Yeah, or the Clippers, one of the L.A. Yeah, teams. Or the, or the Clippers, one of the L.A. teams. I would like to see, personally, a Lakers... Bucks finals, LeBron v. Giannis. I also wouldn't mind. I think, dude, I'm more scared of Kawhi than would be LeBron James, to be honest with you. But uh, I would also like to see a Clippers matchup as well. But let's say uh, it's the Lakers. In this article for 22 teams coming back and this, you know, winners and losers for the return, they say the Lakers actually are a loser. Whether the Lakers actually end up in a worse position depends on the NBA's decision on possibly seeding all playoff teams 1 through 16 as opposed to retaining traditional conference brackets in the West and the East. If the playoffs are still done by conference, the Lakers might face a more daunting first-round opponent than the Grizzlies. In particular, they say the Lakers probably don't want to take on the Blazers 
who used a 48-point outburst from Damian Lillard to win in L.A. during the first game the Lakers played after Kobe Bryant's death. It's also the only victory by any contender for the West 8 seed at Staples over, over the Lakers this season. So they're saying the Blazers could be more of a terrible matchup uh, for the Lakers in the first round. Do you believe that? No. Do you think LeBron believes that? No. I don't. Do you? Do you think anyone believes it? Maybe Damian Lillard. And that's why he wants to play? Yeah. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I think LeBron's probably laughing. You give me a best of seven series between the Lakers and the Blazers, Lakers win that thing probably 4-2. Maybe 4-1? I was going to say maybe. Yeah. Maybe 4-2. I think they'd be <laughs> lucky to win a second game. I don't, I don't really see it. Now, Hell, they might even be lucky to win one game if they actually, if the Lakers wanted to actually try hard for four games. Da- yeah, I'm, maybe I can see a sweep. Damian Lillard's already expressed he really didn't care about this. And now he's like, oh, additional teams? Yeah, I suppose I'll care. Um, so if you already got a guy like, uh, who's saying, uh, okay, well, I don't really want to play, but since they're going to expand it, I guess I will play. He's really putting out the eye of the tiger out there, right, Nelly? He's already kind of throwing his arms up and being like, eh, whatever. How much? My well, question mean, is, how but, much care? How much care? If you're if you're get? gonna say that about Lillard, you also have to say that about LeBron, because he was also waffling both ways. Yeah, that's a good point. So I'll th- we'll throw that out, but still, everything even. I'll take LeBron and Anthony Davis and the Lakers. Hands down, straight up, straight up. Who are you gonna take, LeBron or Damian Lillard? Uh, it's gonna be LBJ. All right, and then where do you think? This falls for the Bucks. Are the Bucks a winner or a loser when it comes to this expanded possible playoff format and uh, this break, this time off before coming back in? Where do I think they stand? Are the, are the Bucks winners or losers out of this? I think they're losers for sure. Is that just they because were, they were hot? Yeah, they were rolling, and now you take a break, and now Chris Middleton, who's I guess your second best player, <laughs> and obviously Giannis. They didn't have hoops. They even outright said, we don't have hoops at our house and we can't go to a park. Yeah. So now they're farther behind these guys like LeBron James and some of these other stars. Or even, you don't even need to be a star to have a hoop. I I can't imagine (laughs) how the hell Giannis doesn't have a hoop at his house. Yeah. But I digress. (laughs) (laughs) This is a question like, okay. But uh, yeah, a lot of these other guys, they got to have hoops, right? LeBron's got indoor and outdoor courts. Like <laughs> multiple. A lot of guys have hoops where they could be playing. And then Milwaukee also was a later franchise to open back its or open up its facilities, and they were only having four guys in at a time. Yeah. Other places could have a hundred people in. Uh, yeah, I don't know if this how this works. For, I think the I think Bucks is, are definitely losers. Yeah, because they definitely were hot. And and yeah, I mean you bring up a lot of good points. A little rusty, but everyone's gonna be rusty, but Again, like LeBron had courts in his house. Giannis had none. And he's got a little baby he's taking care of. A little new daddy on the block. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think the Bucks might be losers in this situation. But that's just because of momentum. I, I feel like the Bucks could get momentum back on their side. But who knows? It's but all that's, conjecture. If, if, you, if you think they need to get momentum back on their side or they need something like that, then you better hope they don't pick it up potentially right in the playoffs. Yeah. Like, once you want five, ten games to get rolling again? Yeah, so that's what they want to do. They, the NBA did say that they want to have regular season first before they dive into whatever version of the playoffs they're considering. So 
Discussions have entered formats, including several regular season games and then a play-in tournament to decide the playoff participants. Now, let's say they don't go east-west. Think about this because we got a break coming up. Let's say they don't go east versus what, like, you know, your Eastern Conference playoffs, then your Western Conference playoffs, then east and west meeting for the finals. What if they just do a thing where it's just like they, they draw random teams and see, I don't know how they would do it. There's a lot of stuff to talk about here, but it's not an east conference, eastern conference, western conference. It's a mixed bag. Then what happens? I don't like that. I don't like it either. Like a round robin, like World Cup format. All right, so NBA Players Association has consistently stretched that it wants several regular season games to be played prior to the start of the playoffs, whatever the playoffs is, the format they want to do. And it's been a prevailing sentiment among several contending teams that they prefer a tune-up before beginning the postseason. We all can agree on that, right? Now, I just don't jump straight to the playoffs. What you do is you you tweak a little bit in the regular season what's left of it, and then I think the only teams that would in. be all for that would be the teams like the Magic, yeah, like the, like the eight seeds, like and the seven, seeds. yeah, the teams that you, they want to get out and surprise you, where maybe they got a better shot if both teams are real rusty. Yeah, uh, the NBA and the NBA Players Association are also mindful of generating revenue on the resumption of the season, and playing regular season and play-in games will generate more money than simply just restarting the season with playoff games at the wide world of sports complex. Um, according to Zach Lowe here. And, yeah, I mean, spot on. In a time when they've been off since March 11th, I got to feel like they're hurting for some money. I mean, let's be honest, everyone's hurting for money, unless you're Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, um, insert billionaire here. You have teams hurting, obviously. Um, And then, Nelson, when it comes to the 22-team plan, the 22-team plan would include teams that are currently within six games of the final playoff spots of each conference. The, uh, New Orleans, Phoenix, Portland, Sacramento, and San Antonio would land in October or, or, or land in Orlando under those guidelines. Hey, I actually got a question before you finish that. What? Where does New Orleans come in on the standings based on those uh, roughly 11 teams from each conference? You want the standings for that? Yeah. All right, so for the NBA standings that are right now, and you have a question on which one? You said the New Orleans Pelicans. They are 28 and 36, while the eighth seed is the Grizzlies at so, 32 and 33. So They're technically, two, the Blazers are behind the Grizzlies and then the Pelicans. Man, it makes sense that they'd want to uh, take 11 teams, wouldn't it? You get the Portland Trailblazers, who have a su- superstar in Damian Lillard in. Yep. And who does the New Orleans Pelicans have on their roster? They got, uh, why can't I think of his name? The guy that broke his shoe, Duke, Zion. Zion Williamson. Zion Williamson. You'd be correct. <laughs> well, of course wasn't they want he, him. Wasn't he the next LeBron James? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're wasn't totally right. he the superstar rookie? Yep. So, yeah, all no, the way down. It makes sense eight, that you're going to want to expand the playoffs just enough so his team can get in there. Well, you got to get the money. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. When it comes to 11 out of the East, the eight seeds, the magic at 30 and NBA, 35. The NBA is not. They're not dumb. They're not dumb. They'll tell you at times that they're not educated on a, a certain topic, but they are. Oh, yeah. They're not dumb. They're not dumb at all. They know exactly what they're doing. They know how to get the bag. But they know conti- how to get their cash. But continue. <laughs> uh, out of the 11 teams, if it's a 22-team proposal, the eight seed right now in the east is the magic at 30 and 35. The nine seed would be the Washington Wizards at 24 and 40. 
The 10th seed would be the Charlotte Hornets at 23 and 42, and then the Chicago Bulls come in as the 11th, 22 and 43. I don't really see many superstars on those teams, Nelson, but to your point of Zion Williamson. Well, obviously the East, the West is different than the East, right? Yes. The West is where you have a lot of those superstars. We talked about that earlier in the Bucks season, mm-hmm. how the East is better. It's deeper than it was, but it's not like there's a ton of big time superstars that Giannis would have to contend with to be the man in the East. Remember we talked about that for so long? Yeah. But the West does have a lot of stars and they want to get them FaceTime. Yeah, they obviously want to get them in the playoffs. And especially when there's a lot of eyes that are going to be on your product, you might as well bring the best you got. Now there's not a lot of big time stars in the East, to be honest with well, you. Well, there's not. I mean, there's Giannis. That's why why you'd expand it for the West. Kevin Durant's not coming back for the Nets this season. Kyrie Irving is too busy trying to believe if the earth is flat or not. By the way, Kyrie, if you watched the SpaceX launch and you saw that the earth was, I don't know, a globe, it was round, what did you think? I'd love to know. But, yeah, looking at the West, man, good, well done pointing out that uh, New Orleans Pelicans, Nelly. Which, yeah, would be the 10th seed. <laughs> Who's below them? It all comes back to the money, obviously. Below them is the 11th seed would be the Kings. Then below that is the Spurs at 27 and 36, the Phoenix Suns at 26 and 39, the Minnesota Timberwolves, 19 and 45, and then the Golden State Warriors, who are just trash, 15 and 50. 608 321 score the phones. Welcome to the Joan Ebo Show. Who do I got? Got your main tag, man, right here. Yeah, what's up, homie? How you living? What's going on? So uh, today is the two-year anniversary of the uh, J.R. Swish. Uh, oh my God, that song! That song rules. Oh no, no, the the where where he thought oh, they where, had yeah, the yeah, lead, yeah. and he dribbled the ball out after getting the offensive rebound. And LeBron on the looked throw. at him like, "What the hell?" <laughs> oh man, the the memes I made from that Incredible. are popping up on my. Uh, Facebook timeline. Did you see uh, also J.R. Smith? Um, J.R. Smith yesterday, I think it was. There was a guy during the L.A. the protest turn riot during okay. the riot. J.R. Smith saw a guy breaking the windows out of his his big SUV. So J.R. Smith went out there and beat the living hell out of him. <laughs> nice, good for good for him. I know. Uh, you know, I the, we're we're talking about the NBA today, so I I really. I really think the best way to do this is the, uh, I think they call it option B, which is to have 20 teams do a um, World Cup style group play. Where they get points? If you win double, a game, you get yeah, points? Yeah, double, double round robin. Um, so that way you're basically getting eight tune-up teams, and then you take, so you'd have 20 teams in the group play. Yeah. Uh, so you'd have, I think, I think they want to have uh, five teams in four groups. That'd be pretty cool. I do love, like, when the World Cup's around, I love group stage play because every, right. everything matters. If you win, you get three points. If you tie, which there'd be no tying, you get a point. And then if you lose, you get zero points. Right, and I, I think that would be the best the best course of action. That way you have eight games. So if you have five teams in four groups, you'd have eight games because you play a double round robin. And then you take the top two point. Uh, teams from each group, and now you have your eight-team NBA tournament. 
That'd be pretty cool. That, that'd be the best way to do it, in, in my opinion. That way you're you're getting some of those teams on the cusp because you're taking your top eight. You're you're definitely taking your top eight from the East. You're taking your top eight from the West, and then the other four are quote unquote wild cards. So that's going to be based on seeding uh, or based on record going into going into this. So you could have. I don't know who, I don't know where the cutoff is. I haven't looked at right now. They think standings the, the, in the NBA for a while, but um, you cut off. I mean, the Orlando Magic are the eight seed right now at thirty and thirty-five. But if you want, you said twenty teams, Zach. Yeah, you'd have twenty. So teams. you'd have uh, ten from each. So the Charlotte Hornets would be the tenth seed at twenty-three and forty-two in the East, and the tenth seed would be the New Orleans Pelicans out of the West at twenty-eight and thirty-six. What? So since I'm saying the four, the four. Uh, not in the top eight would probably be wild cards. What is your twelfth seed in the West? San Antonio Spurs at twenty-seven and thirty-six. So that's a better that's a better play than having uh, you said Charlotte at twenty-three and whatever. They're the tenth seed, twenty-three and forty-two. Yeah, I, I I would not want Charlotte. I would rather have the Spurs in as your twentieth seed. And that's another thing they're thinking of, like, what if you take just best record all the way down to 20 or 22 teams, and then then you'd throw out the East and the West Conference, and then you would have this round robin kind of thing going on. Right. Well, well, that's that's what I'm. That's what yeah. I really would like to see is you just take your top eight from each conference. So the teams that would make the playoffs, those are in, right? And then your four other, you know, to fill out your 20 would be based off of best record. And then you cool. do the group stage. I, I think that'd be I think that'd be the coolest way to do it. Uh I don't think the NBA is going to do it, but I think that'd be that definitely be uh the most interesting because then you have a couple of teams that would be on the cusp getting a shot. What's what's number nine in the East? Uh number nine in the East is the Washington Wizards at twenty four and forty. I wouldn't want them either because they're still below San Antonio. So yeah. Taking taking San Antonio down to the twelve, so basically. Well, Zach, if you if, if you go West. down if you go down to the nine seed in the East, the Wizards at twenty four and forty, the Phoenix Suns, who are nine, ten, eleven, twelve, would be the thirteen seed or twenty six and thirty nine. They have a better record than the nine than the nine seed right. out of the East. Right, right, which is why I'm saying you take the eighth out of the conference. That the the teams that would make the playoffs are going to be in this quote-unquote playoff format. I, you might as well just get weird with it. I don't know why we yeah, just don't I, get I mean, weird with it, because it get, doesn't matter. At the end of the day, it doesn't really matter anymore. Get, yeah, get weird with it, man. That's Let's that's get weird. Let's get weird. Let's, dude, let's do it, man. I mean, sorry, It's weird in a bad way. Let's get weird in a good way. <laughs> hey, by but, the way, that bench you made looked pretty badass, dude. Hey, thanks, man. I'm, I, you know, I'm really thinking about, uh, about selling them. Uh, so if anybody is interested in a in a really cool looking uh, wood bench for around their fire pit or whatever, it's pretty sweet. Uh, hit, hit me up on Twitter. I'll post a picture of it on Twitter, and you guys can uh, hit What's me your, up. What's uh, your and give your Twitter handle? Give your Twitter handle. Maytag underscore Zach. Good stuff, brother. Appreciate it, man. Love you guys. Love, we'll see love. You later. See you soon. That'd be cool, Rowdy. Well, I mean, doesn't I know you said you wanted the East and the West, right? Well, yeah. If you, you did, want, do you want it to be as similar as it is? If there was a season actually, if going you on? did what Zach said, you take the eight from each conference, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then, if you looked at the standings, though, 
it would basically just be the 9, 10, 11, 12 seeds in the West, which if you're looking for eyes and you're looking for viewership, those four teams are going to draw it because obviously, like you said, it's, it's Portland. It's got Damian Lillard. Yeah. It's, you know, New the Orleans Pelicans. Pelicans. They have Zion Williamson. Zion. I know Sacramento doesn't necessarily have a huge draw for a huge name or city location, but then I, the last one would be the San Antonio Spurs. You got Popovich. It's still the Spurs. Now they're not obviously as good as they were, but it's still a brand. Yeah, it is a brand. I mean, you where, got Pop. I'm sorry, but there isn't a whole lot of branding to the Wizards, <laughs> the Hornets, the terrible Bulls, the Knicks. Like, I mean, the Bulls could be still riding off the last dance residuals. Yeah, but if you say that, then you'd also could say, well, Charlotte's owned by Michael Jordan. <laughs> Let's get weird with it then. Michael Michael Jordan, it's time to get out and play again. I, would you watch for the, the Hornets if MJ came strutting back out with his put on his Air Jordan 1s again? Now, if you really want to get weird with it, have him come back to the Wizards, the last team he played for, bring John Wall back, and they have Bradley Beal. Now, now we're getting weird with it. And we do we do the John Wall dance? <laughs> no one can see me unless you're on Twitch doing the John Wall. You might as well get weird with it. At the end of the day, let's say the Bucks win it all. I'll be happy as a Bucks fan, sure, but my cup won't be completely full. It'll still be that little part of me being like, man. Why of all years did it have to be when the Bucks were supreme? The Bucks reigned supreme, and then 2020 happened and just dumped all over our hopes and dreams. How dare you? Come, why did it have to be this year, Rowdy? You know, I know you said it a couple hours ago. Can you reiterate on, oh, just, on Wisconsin right now in the sport? In sport, oh, you can just start with the Badgers. No one thought they were going to do what they did. They came back. They won the Big tw- the Big Ten. Coach of the year, Greg Gard. So that's just the start. And then, obviously, the Bucks, best team in the East, best team in the NBA. Giannis was the front runner for MVP. Now, somehow, that'll all get screwed up, and LeBron will win the MVP. The Bucks will find a way not to win a championship game. Ugh. I mean, and then you go to the Brewers. You got a huge superstar, a superstar you've been waiting for forever to take a hometown deal. And that first year in that after the contract, he's they're probably not even gonna play. <laughs> you just you just burned a year. Uh, I laugh so I don't cry. Laugh now, cry later. I laugh so I don't cry, Rowdy. Like this. This Christian Yelich deal was the deal that you were looking for from CeCe Sabathia. Yup. And now I know Braun took kind of a a team-friendly-ish deal back in the day, but then look what happened right after. Kind of. It kind of just dampens the mood of the good contract. A lot of things are dampening the mood lately. Here we go. 